All right, Python on hardware time. Blinka, 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 special edition. Yeah, so right. let's uh, talk about what's going on in the world of Python on hardware this week. What is going on? I guess the big news, let's big start news. off with that, is the upstream MicroPython versions are now merged into right. CircuitPython. So what That's does that right. mean, and why is it such a big deal? Okay, so Scott went on a like a, like a merging bender couldn't control himself. He merged like two and a half years worth of circuit, sorry, two and a half years of MicroPython commits from upstream, right, because we forked from MicroPython. Those commits that have um, been added since CircuitPython split off have now been re-added back into MicroPython. This doesn't apply to ports for the most part, so it's like we don't have but ESP32. But the, the core pieces of yeah. it. Yeah, so ESP32 we still don't support. That's a port that's supported with MicroPython. And we still use the CircuitPython API, like the board and digital yeah. I.O. API. However, the language and interpreter updates have been implemented. Okay. So there's some um, MPY improvements. We have the Walrus operator. We have, I think, some F-string stuff, some async stuff. There's, there's anything that's basically been improved in the core language, not, not a port, but the yeah. core language, is now implemented, which means that we are pretty much like aligned on the language. Um, bug fixes that we've implemented can now be easily upstream because we're more in sync, yeah. we're lockstep. And uh, so we support MicroPython, um, we sell the boards, we donate each year, we just uh, had a, a big sponsorship thing we did on yeah, their, their eighth birthday. And so this also makes it easy for the MicroPython and CircuitPython teams to collaborate and do lots of different yeah. things. So we're looking forward to this, we're all caught up. And depending, these good friends, Blinka yeah. and the, the MicroPython's next. So um, check it out and um, I'd say if MicroPython does a release schedule that they, uh, they're going to try to do, which every couple of months, um, we'll now be able to add yep. whatever upstream is happening. And then it could probably go vice versa, too. Yeah. Some things from CircuitPython could go into MicroPython. Correct. They want to do both. So we're going to go, we're going to share yeah. more and maybe collaborate more on the core so that we are not duplicating work. Yeah. All right. Um, PyCon US just happened. We were a participating sponsor there. You can check out the um, sprints. Katni was one of the folks who helped uh, host it. And the videos, I think, will be posted soon. We'll have those in our newsletter, blog, all that stuff. Um, the PyLadies auction uh, was put together, and they were able to raise over $11,000. Yay! And this was to benefit women around the world uh, that the Python community is welcoming uh, them and using to fund all the stuff. So um, check it out. We donated a uh, like CircuitPython Adabox type thing. Cool. Um, there is a new book, pro uh, Programming Microcontrollers with Python, and it happens to use CircuitPython. Yay! And on our show and tell, we had Armstrong, the author, on, so check that out on our YouTube channel and wherever you may view videos across the social media platforms. Um, but uh, it's available on Amazon, on APRES direct. site, direct, and you can also check out, uh, we'll have an interview soon with um, Armstrong. Scott's gonna have a deep dive this Friday. Check it out, 2 p.m. Eastern. Yep, sorry, 2 p.m. Pacific. Updates. 5 p.m. Eastern. And also start to do BLE workflow stuff again. Getting back into it. Yeah. Um, later on, throughout probably the week or next week, I'll have um, more information. We just put this in a new section. Uh, Supply Frame, which owned Hackaday and Tindy, is bought by Siemens, and all of those things are now going to. Siemens. So if you have your projects on Hackaday I.O., that's now part of Siemens. If you have uh, events that, uh, that you're going to, like um, Hackaday Supercon, Supercon um, exciting news in the maker world, 
this is part of the trends that we're seeing with like Avnet has Hackster, Autodesk has Instructables. So that's being used in our world. Mm. And we have a lot of folks who use CircuitPython and use Hackaday IO to post our projects and Correct. more. And uh, a million years ago, I started Site Hackaday. I have nothing to do with it now. Um, next up, uh, we have a cool tip on how to uh, turn down the chattiness in the no uh, notifications for yeah. um, when, you're, when you're putting in the CircuitPython drive. We also have this cool thing that'll be out soon. It's in beta, but you can turn off the drive functionality Completely, yeah. on CircuitPython. So that's good for um, keyboards and stuff yes. like that. Um, dynamic USB descriptors, you can check that out. That's over on Hackaday.io. Speaking of keyboard shortcuts with Raspberry Pi Pico and CircuitPython, lots of macro pads and more. Um, this is using Raspberry Pi Pico and electronic paper e-ink with CircuitPython. This is from Switch Science. This is a really cool QtPy knob. Um, it's a simple USB knob with CircuitPython. This is from Dangerous Prototypes. And a Raspberry Pi Pico LoRaWAN from uh, sorry, with CircuitPython. So those are just some of the things. You can check out all the news and more. So there is a projects. lot. There's more um, stuff that we can get to each week, but please keep sending it to us. Uh, more learn guides, stuff about the bundle. We have, I think, 314 libraries all together. And uh, the last thing I want to talk about is we have, I think, which is kind of a big deal, all of the CircuitPython libraries. Almost all of them. Almost all of them can work with MicroPython, and so especially how, with the Pico. Which how we is tested. this? Yeah. So how is this possible? Why are we doing this, and what does this mean? Well, the original purpose of Blinka, our API translation layer that we use for Raspberry Pi, originally was actually written for the Pi board. Um, it was later ported over from just working with the Pi board, MicroPython, to working with C Python on boards like the Raspberry Pi or um, BeagleBone or. Uh, Onion, Omega, whatever, all of those Linux single board computers. And kind of in, in the last few months, we had been adding so many Linux boards, we forgot to make sure that we hadn't broken uh, MicroPython support. It was, just a little, it was a little broken. But it was being broken. Melissa went in and fixed it and also implemented um, the translation layer for um, MicroPython running on the Pico. So what that means if you have a Pico with an RP2040 or another RP2040 board and you want to run MicroPython because you want some of the you want dual core, you want interrupts, whatever, you can still use all of our libraries um, that are GPIO libraries. It's not going to work with libraries that use core functionality like the RG matrix. You need stuff that is CircuitPython specific or HID that requires core functionality, but like the I squared C and SPI and GPIO libraries, which is like 95% of them, um, those will work. So you can use stuff like uh, e-ink displays and OLEDs and sensors um, with MicroPython and Melissa wrote a guide on how to do that. So All check right. out learn.afer.com and look for that image of the happy snakes. And that is our Python on Hardware news this week. Blinka, blinka, blinka.